It's a brand new day, and we're putting the AM in American politics. We've seen the darkness of division and despair and are now jumping into the light of a bright path forward. Progress is here, and we're sharing its story with you, for you, all with the help of Signal Boost. Now, here are your hosts, Zerlina Maxwell and Jess McIntosh. Welcome to Signal Boost. This is Jess McIntosh. I am here, as always, with Zerlina Maxwell, and uh, the truth is, we finally got around to watching that Britney Spears documentary that everybody was talking about. The New York Times presents the framing of Britney Spears. It's hard it's, to find because you're going to see New York Times presents is like that's yeah. that's what it's called. But but it's one episode of yeah, a ser- like a series they do. And the, this episode focuses on Britney Spears and her conservatorship, which is something topic that I I know about because I've had to sort of look into it mm-hmm. um, in my own family. Um and in the state of Virginia, that we have conservatorship laws that we had to sort of research. Um, right. And in, in Britney Spears' case, I mean, it's so fascinating to watch it now that we've sort of shifted as a culture um, in a significant way, which is we're, we're much more attuned to misogyny. Mm-hmm. We're much more aware of the ways in which the media puts women up on a pedestal just to tear them down and rip them Mm -hmm. to shreds. Um, And then, you know, they can do the comeback narrative, but they have to put you on the pedestal, rip you down, and then you claw your way back. Um, And they're like, oh, come back. You know, like it's happened to many, many women, famous women, Mariah Carey, others. There are many. Um, And I just kept thinking as I was watching it, this would not happen to a man. No, like the conservatorship. At, None like, of it at all. Would. The, the the pieces that I had the hardest time with were were the clips of old interviews, like interviews yeah. from from the late '90s, early aughts that I actually remember. Yeah. Um, because like you know, if Britney Spears was on Matt Lauer, we were gonna watch. Like it was appointment television time. Like we didn't have Netflix and we watched right. it. The the questions that they asked her were so inappropriate they were such violations you've got this 18 year old girl here and they're asking her if her boobs are real and whether she's ever had sex it's and you know she she does the best that she can with it she's clearly uncomfortable they're clearly making her uncomfortable um and she either laughs it off or she you know she tries to answer honestly or you know she 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 changes the subject or she says i don't know why people ask me that and that was just normal. So yesterday, right. people started posting some of the profiles that were written of of women around that time who were about her age. And one of the most disturbing ones in Rolling Stone, uh, the lead was uh, something along the lines of Lindsay Lohan had just turned 18 when I decided to see whether or not her breasts were real. I did a discreet visual check and a goodbye hug, and uh, and I believe that she's telling the truth that they are. It's like you're you're talking about a child, who you are engaging with in a professional setting. You are a reporter right. doing a profile on her, talking about feeling and looking at her boobs to see whether or not they are real. This girl just turned eighteen, which is the focus of your piece. Like, and we just it's- we just. We just lived in that. We just we just stewed we lived in that. In like it. you and I grew up in that. Like these girls are our age exactly. Right. 
And we watched, we, we, you know, and, and, you know, I, I can't say that I ever idolized Britney Spears. I thought, you know, some of her music was great and I'm always into like women getting theirs. So I'm, I was pro Britney Spears without really being like a fan fan. I didn't see that and go, mother, that's horrible. Why are right. they doing that to her? I just read it. It just absorbed into my brain. It got put into that code. It got, you know, it, it taught me that, you know, men are going to do that. Right. And that it's okay. I think that one of the other disturbing pieces is, and I think I, I've ranted about this before, but there's something really gross about um, pop music in particular, mm-hmm. where th- the way that they package um, the products, which are the people who sing the songs, um, that's a problem too. But the, but the main problem I have is, is how they dress them, how they, yeah. how they, they they package them to make them look like prepubescent girls, yeah. um, but hypersexualized versions of prepubescent girls, and that's just like we just let that rock. I mean, yeah. like that every artist that comes out, like is dressed like a little girl, but yeah. with her midriff showing. Right. You know, she's wearing a miniskirt, but she has bunny ears on. Yeah. Um, I don't understand. Like, who is that appealing to? And that when you ask that question, that's when it gets uncomfortable because you're like, oh, that's, does that mean that the men who lead that industry have a particular... It does. It does. ...thing the, going on. The most, the most, I mean, the least generous interpretation is that the music industry is run by guys who are more or less pedophiles. They really like young women and they like glorifying young women and they always have and they want to go back to the days when, you know, David Bowie who I love dearly, could have sex with 16-year-olds and no one would think twice about it because they got to F David Bowie. Um, the, the most generous interpretation of this, as far as I can see, is that uh, when you infantilize a sexy woman, you make her less powerful. Hmm. She gets to retain the sexiness because you're still showing skin, she's clearly hot, but you stick bunny ears on her and she's not exactly the peer threat that she would be if you had her dress like an adult. Um, so that's my guess. My guess is that this I is like the... That. That's a good read it, on it. It's like the most sanitized way you could... You, you, or not sanitized, that's not right. It's, it's, the, it's the least threatening way you mm-hmm. could put a sexy woman forward is by also making her a child. Because then, you know, you know you're, obviously, you man watching this thing, you're in control of this. She's wearing a schoolgirl suit. She's got bunny ears on. This is not your equal. This is a child who you would like to have sex with. <laughs> and that, yeah. And, and if, it's always been like that. It, I mean, it's weird, though. Don't you feel like, I mean, why don't men point this out? Why don't more men go, why are all the pop stars dressed like <laughs> little girls? I don't like little girls. I like grown women. I have had a lot of male friends say that and like a lot and and I and I know and I, I know that more. they mean it you know like more I, men I please say this out loud say this out loud if you say it out <laughs> loud it becomes a conversation we can have there are plenty of guys who are really freaked out when girls do baby voice or when or you know when the the sexy lolita thing comes up like there are plenty of men who are, are you know really are only attracted to women in their 30s and 40s cuz they're like waiting for the girls to grow up just like I was not very attracted to people in my 20s when I was in my 20s <laughs> like 
there's a really beautiful and diverse array of like what men find attractive. So I think what we're looking at is an industry run by a, a, a handful of creeps, specific creeps who we could name, and this mass marketing designed to appeal to everybody while threatening nobody. I'm sure it also has mm. an effect on the on the moms. It's like she's not going to let you buy you 12-year-old girl buy uh, a, a you know a, nobody buys CDs anymore, but like you're not going to be able to get an album if the cover has, you know, Madonna on it. Right. But Ariana Grande puts those ears on and you you you're basically you got something as sexy as Madonna, but it's it's cute. Like this is for kids. So your mom this doesn't feel really quite so conflicted when about we unpack it. This. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's very upsetting. It's very. And upsetting. the thing is, is that there's nothing wrong with a woman being sexy. That's the thing that I think. No. Is so frustrating in the, our culture is that we both we do the gross sex, like we're doing the like rapey sex. We're not doing. Yes. We're not doing consensual adult sex. Like you it can also, just be an adult pop star and who's sexy. Why yeah. do we have to dress them like children? That the makes it creepy. The other thing that we do to them when we do that is we force them to become child role models, which was what Britney Spears was always getting asked right. about. Like, aren't you setting a bad example? And she's like, I'm not a role model. I'm a singer. Well, no one is asking Megan the Stallion if she's setting a bad example for kids. She's clearly not talking to kids. That's a sexy, adult, grown-ass woman talking about adult, grown-ass sex. It's not for kids. Your kids shouldn't be listening to that. Like, your kids should be sneaking, to, sneaking that away to listen to it and sharing it with their friends and trying to memorize as many lyrics as possible <laughs> and never saying them around you. That's what that music should be for kids. It's not, it's not the kind of music where, like, the 11-year-old has the poster on their wall. That's but a good when point. You, when you put her in that outfit, you say, she's just like your kids. Your kids look up to her, they, they see themselves in her, and when she behaves that way, that has implications in your own household. So all of a sudden, she has to be sexy, she has to be a pop star, and she has to be a role model, and she hasn't asked for any of that. I have a, I have a question that probably people have never thought of, and, and that is, I mean, I can't think of any, I mean, there was probably at the time coverage of like hysterical parents being like, Britney Spears is ruining my teenagers. Oh, um, sure. But I don't necessarily feel like, you know, there's you can look at a generation and be like, oh, that generation was influenced by Britney Spears and women all behave in a particular way. Right. But you can damn sure say that about a, some some dudes, some dudes mm -hmm. in music, some dudes in acting and in Hollywood, because the male behaviors absolutely are glorified and perpetuated by regular dudes. So like. The fact that, you know, every single action movie, which I love action movies, they're like my favorite thing. I would like as many explosions mm -hmm. as possible. Yes, How please. many movies are about the same thing where like white man scorned, like either his the girl he liked died, got murdered, <clears throat> got murdered. And, and, you know, the case of all the way up to the current John Wick, it was his dog. So it's even worse. Um, mm -hmm. And then they just kill everyone. They kill everyone. Right. And then think about the generation that we grew up in. The same time we're looking at Britney Spears and we're slut shaming her for being an 18 year old. That was around the same time as Columbine. That was right then because I was in yeah, high yeah, school. That was, I remember yeah, it was junior, senior, senior year of high school, school late 90s. All of this 99. is so so this idea that like Britney Spears was a bad influence on girls while most of Hollywood was this, you know, archetype of a angry white dude killing everyone for whatever justification was you know made in the movie and rationale 
um, because that's the plot. Right. Like maybe he's scorned. He got, you know, someone died. He got broken up with. He's getting his revenge. And and like think about the era we've lived in of like school shootings, mass shootings committed by white men. And think about how closely that aligns with the plots of mostly do, do all action films. Do you remember Jeremy's films. Spoken? The video for yes. Jeremy's Spoken? Yes. I, I mean, it only aired a couple of times. Like, if you were our age, you saw it. And if you weren't, you missed it, and you can't find it now. Uh, it aired on MTV a couple of times, and it depicted a school shooter with a, a trench coat. This was pre-Columbine. <laughs> Uh, post basketball diaries, which also depicted a violent yeah. fantasy of Leonardo DiCaprio in a trench coat shooting up his school. Uh, so they had basketball diaries and then they had Jeremy spoken and then they had Columbine. And now we don't see Jeremy spoken anymore. And I don't even know that you can find basketball diaries anywhere. Um, they did edit that scene out at one point and maybe that's how, maybe that's how you can view it now. Um, I'm not saying that those two things caused school shootings, but there was some really troubling stuff going on for the dudes right there. And we were all like, but look, she's got a mini skirt on and pigtails. This is horrifying. I can see her midriff. Right. <laughs> like, no, actually, the, 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 there's something going on with the boys, guys. Look at the boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there's, that's not right. Um, yeah, no, I mean, so, so the documentary worked for me on both levels because it, it made me reevaluate you know my own i lived through this reevaluate mm-hmm. my own childhood and i'm sure i made fun of britney spears i stopped in 2007 i know that i remember when 2007 happened and she shaved her head and she beat up the car uh that i was i was firmly team britney at that point like it was i i got it i was not i was i did not pile on uh that um but i certainly didn't notice that anything was amiss in 1999 or 2001 or when Matt Lauer is like asking her about the Iraq war and then like of laughing all people, at her because she can't all give a good answer. How many horribly misogynist Matt Lauer interviews can you think of like before we knew? Like remember with Anne Hathaway? Three or four. Yeah. Oh God. And the, the thing about Anne Hathaway is that one really made me cringe because she I went to high school with down. her and she's such a nice person. Yeah, so she, she really got is. she got photographed. I, I don't like, like it when people are like, "We don't like her." I'm like, "Why?" She literally no, is like not problematic great. and very nice. <laughs> she's just like, yeah, they don't like her because she because she enjoys what she does too much. She's too theater kids. Screw off. Like if 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 you if you are, have a problem with somebody liking what they do and enjoying it and it, taking delight in it, then you're probably a, a mean person. Anne Hathaway's right. great. Anyway, she got <laughs> filmed uh, getting out of a, a limo, and and for a hot second, you can see up her skirt. <laughs> this should not be news. She goes on the Today Show not to talk about the skirt, uh, but to talk about the movie that she's in. And Matt Lauer asks her about the skirt. And I, I used to have this answer memorized because it was so good. And this was like 2010. Like, people did not use this kind of language on TV. And she said that she thought it was really disturbing uh, the way we commodify the sexuality of unwilling participants. Mm. And Matt Lauer's face just went, Murt. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yes, Matt, she's smarter than you. And now we yeah. all know it. Yep. And like Milburn High School that... for the win. Let me tell yeah. you. Well, she yeah. did go to like uh, Vassar or something like very good. But um, the point is <laughs> that I think, <laughs> you know, how many times are we going to go back to like the Matt Lauer tape? And I, I have to also say, like, people are also pointing out that Diane Sawyer uh, does not come across well. Oh, in no. The women were awful, too. But that's not actually the only problematic do- do- Diane Sawyer interview. There were a lot. Yeah. Yeah, there were th- that late '90s media dynamic well, was no good. Oh, we, the other thing that I wanted to say 
that's related to sort of the immediate environment is how much things have changed in terms of the tablets because people don't buy magazines. We have Instagram. Um, And so just like the amount of money in it isn't what it what it once was. And people like send the tablets their own Instagram photos now. Like that is what Us Weekly is now is Kim Kardashian just sends them her camera roll. Um, And then they post it like it's it's news. Um, But back then, you know, you could get a lot of money for these kinds of pictures. And, you know, that's why literally it looks like Princess Diana. Um, yeah. But one of the things that was, that stood out to me in the film was, like, when they got the guy who was, like, the head of Us Weekly tabloid page or whatever oh, yeah. at the time. Ugh. Of course, it's, like, this balding older white guy who, and he's, like, I don't think it's misogynistic. You know, this is just, like, what our job was, blah, blah, blah. I'm, like, of course, when you picture the guy who's in charge of that. Of course it's that guy. That's who, it's, of course, it's that guy, you right. know? And I'm, like, this is so, I am so mad. I'm so yeah. mad as a woman because it's it's dudes like that that basically like make media narratives about women and they are gross. They're like, they, they package the pop stars as children. Um, you know, they slut shame women while, you know, if you opened up his laptop, it'd be like full of porn, but he's slut shaming Britney Spears. Um, you know, and, and they treat the women that are around them poorly. So they should not get to be the ones in charge of like framing who women are and what we're about to everyone else yeah. that's why it's so important to tell your own story which she was clearly otherwise you're gonna get to do i mean want, that dude you, you think that dude could tell an accurate story and analysis right. of britney spears at the time no way no i thought uh i thought it was really it was it was just it was just a really interesting picture of something that we all lived through and didn't didn't process the correct way and and now currently we're sitting in this weird moment where like she did this super successful Vegas residency. She was about to get set up at a new stage that was going to be her stage. This was going to be like a lifelong thing, you know, like, you know, how people can just perform in Vegas forever and ever and ever. She's pulling in $300,000 a show in Vegas. Uh, and she walks away from like literally gets up on stage and instead of performing, walks off, walks away from that deal and has not performed since because her father is still her conservator, which is the entire time she has been saying, I'm fine with this conservatorship if it has to happen. I just don't want it to be him. And I don't understand why that wish at least can't be respected. She's like, I want it's it to be so a bank. gross. His fa- want, her father wasn't even there. I mean, no. I don't know that I totally realize her father wasn't even there, like, for most of, like, the beginning of her, her career yeah. or her life. Um, and then the the quote that I was like, oh, hell no, get this man away from the money. When when they quote him in the beginning as saying, when she first started out, um, she's going to make me really rich and I'll be able to buy a boat. I was like, yeah. get, get him away from the money. Yes. That's yeah. why he doesn't no, want to give it up. He's got the keys to the the kingdom, and he didn't do shit yeah. for it. He ain't getting on stage and putting on any outfit to do any high kick. He's doing jack shit. But it just seems like either she is so incompetent that she cannot manage her own money, in which case it is illegal to exploit her to work, or this is all bullshit. <laughs> Right, because conservatorships like you, are for people who can't function. They can't talk. They yes. can't, you know, have, you know, they can't uh, sign it's a for contract. Elderly people and it's people for with elderly people and people with severe developmental yes, disabilities. Exactly. And, and even if it was, even if it was applied correctly, even if like my grandmother needs a conservatorship because she's very rich and she's and she's got Alzheimer's and we don't know if she says, 
okay, I, I think this conservatorship is a great idea, but I want it to be my husband, not my son. Don't you think it would be weird for a court to say, no, it's the son? Right. Like, and how, keep it that how way does for that work? Over a and decade. then just keep it that way forever. <laughs> it it does it it's it's right and and this i mean we've never seen this happen to a man i don't think we ever would see it happen to a man but the conservatorship was put there after the media made her look crazy like right. unfit mother crazy um after the media tortured her until she snapped i, right. I, I watch the documentary it's honestly like i did not think that i would have so many uh political feels about britney spears but who oh boy <laughs> Do I? Like, I have. I, march. I mean, relatively. I mean, I definitely did go through her Instagram to try to find those clues. Like, I've been sort of on this free Britney quietly in my mind. Um, yeah. Mainly because, like, I, I definitely, I don't know that at the time I was that, you know, woke that I was like, this is misogynistic yeah. to like, you know, make fun of her breakdown. Um, or her shaving her head or whatever. Like, I don't know that I was that aware of it at the time, but I absolutely in recent years have been aware that you know we do this to women yeah famous women we do this to even women who aren't famous but but we do this to women we put them on the pedestal they tear them down and then it's like oh but when's their when when is their comeback gonna be we love that yeah bull crap yeah and i'm like stop doing that just let why don't we just let artists be artists (sighs) just like the boys imagine that we don't do this to shia labeouf and like 25 yeah. million people have said that he's an abusive, you know, um, yeah. person who suffers from addiction and is awful. But you don't get the same kind of coverage, is all I'm saying, of the boys. Yeah. Thank you all so much for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at Zerlina Maxwell, at Jess underscore MC, and at Signal Boost Show. Um.